Hello, welcome to an all new Marvel cast. Spoiling the next top of all things Marvel. A place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Sinjin, Quarrel, and Lord Starkill. My name is Ashley Hobley, the Exposure Network's resident watcher. Joining me today, Ultimate Kerry Marchant. It, it is. Hi, how are you going? Um, for those joining us today, I'd like to forewarn you all that will be no bad T'Challa impressions by me today, and nobody will be freezing, okay? Just, just to get it out there. Cool. Uh, also joining us, the astonishing Dylan Blight. Beyond! <laughs> I was like, I haven't thought of that reference until this episode. So I better get it out there while I think of it. Cheers to the podcast Beyond fans who are listening to this episode. Do we want to redo this or? No, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like, think it works when you wait Mar- like. MCU <laughs> Marvel fans. What? How do you introduce the podcast again? Beyond. Yeah, you said beyond. <laughs> yes, I did. You said beyond at some point, so you know. <laughs> so you usually you say it straight away, not like three minutes later. Well, you took too long. Kieran took too long. Fucking around, you know. Blame okay. him. We're not here to make references to shows that are 700, 800 episodes long, I'm assuming, by now, uh, on from a giant media conglomerate. We're here to talk about a TV show from another major media conglomerate. We're talking about the latest episode of What If, What If, T'Challa Became Star-Lord, directed by Brian Andrews, written by Matthew Chauncey, the rough and tumble space pirates known as the Ravengers, adopt T'Challa instead of Peter Quill. Dylan... What do you think of this episode? I loved it. What an improvement from episode one. Fucking tenfold IMO. Um, it was just like, every, sort of everything I complained about last week was fixed this week, I feel. So I was like, you know, last week I'm I'm saying, oh, you know, it just doesn't seem that super interesting. They're like, oh, you know, they kind of trade places, but it wasn't really like a big, huge difference in how all these characters or things played out or whatever. But this one seemed, I mean, this is way different. When you're like 10 minutes in and Thanos is like, they're like, T'Challa chalk Thanos out of <laughs> genocide. <laughs> and he's like, I still think it's a pretty good plan. Though. I was like, okay, I'm on board this episode now because we're, <laughs> we're going places. Like, this is this is good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really funny. I enjoyed the, the general cast and everything. But they didn't just do the whole like, oh, we'll just put T'Challa in place of Star-Lord. And then they still had T'Challa as Star-Lord follow the same path like he's not on the same path even though the episode starts thinking it's going to go the same way um you quickly realize that no it's completely different like he's turned the ravengers into good guys his whole thing is he's you know t'challa is such a good person that even though he was taken away from home he's now the fucking robin hood of the the galaxy robin, I think Leech, the other- I think. robin yeah yeah um that was a good payback there's so many like good actual sort of references to Throwaway references to other, to other stuff in this. Um, I'll say how the ducks in this, so I gave an extra point just for that. So um, that's why <laughs> I was quite pleased to see Seth Green return for um, after getting one line in the MCU. He now returns to get several lines. So this is the most he's had to say, and it's an animated form. So we're going somewhere. Um, but yeah, all the small character changes, like even just starting with the whole fanboy thing of um, I can't remember the character's name, uh, but you know the, that character who's in. You know, 
Whoa, that guy. <laughs> Who? That guy. Korath the Pursuer. Uh, there we go. Um, like all that fanboy stuff was really great way, like twist to start it through. Um, it was just really good. And then I think the other thing that's really great about it is it says a lot about, I guess, it's weird because it says a lot about, I think, T'Challa as a character and the fact that, you know, like he, he pulled out of home. He just does so much good throughout the galaxy in this scenario that it kind of makes Peter Quill look like <laughs> terrible, even though it's, they, it is important to note there are still bad guys. Of course, they're like fighting fucking, super superhero uh super bad guy version of um the collector in this who's now got the superhero bod which i appreciated where they're like benicio del toro del toro wouldn't put in that work for the live action so let's make sure he's got like the eight pack and animated form so fuck <laughs> it and he also grew like six inches i swear you know like they're like nice no, taller as well so fuck it let's go for it yep. um but it like there are still bad guys but it does make peter quill kind of look like <laughs> terrible when he's in this uh when he's in this form so um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was really, really good. It says a lot about T'Challa as a character, and I think um, also Chadwick Boseman just gets to put in this really, really great performance where you can feel like it is T'Challa, but it also it's like a much freer T'Challa. Like he's having more fun, and you can tell he's just being like a proper superhero, sort of like more in line with, I guess, a, a Superman, ver- like the Superman that everyone likes, like the carefree, just out to save everyone sort of attitude of a superhero. That's what Chadwick Boseman does with this performance because it's a t'challa that doesn't have the weight of the throne or the the death of his father or any of that sort of stuff sort of riding on him throughout this and i think he can you can feel that because it's it is slightly different in the way he delivers these lines and gets to play around a bit more instead of when he's t'challa in um the mcu obviously it's a lot more mostly more serious and i mean he does play around but for the most part black panther and mcu stuff was a lot more serious so um, and uh, even the animation I thought was really good. Even though it's that same style, I thought it was like a step up. And I don't know if that's just because the setting was more fun, um, being in space and the characters and all these sorts of things. But in general, I appreciated the way this episode was directed better than last week as well. So, yeah, I'm all, this one was really good. Much, huge step up from last week, I think. Cool. Kieran, what'd you think? Uh, yeah, I thought this was pretty good. It definitely, as Dylan said, it leaned more into the fact that it was a cartoon this week, and it leaned more into the fact of kind of trying to step out of the box for um, what was changed because of this small decision. Um, I didn't love the the decision itself that it's like the Ravagers picked up just the wrong kid, like which, but it, it just bugged me. A That's little. always been the story, though, technically. <laughs> like it was the wrong. They thought they got the wrong kid initially. Remember? Yeah, but no, they knew they got the right kid. They no, just decided not they to. they knew they got the right kid. They decided not to. You know, they just it, right. yeah, just he just he knew. Um, they knew that ego. what was ego was ha- what was happening with ego, and they decided not to for this one, considering it was the kid. Um, but in itself, I, I really loved it. I thought it was interesting to go, man. All that had to do had to happen was T'Challa goes into space, and like majority of the known issues that the MCU has faced in its time, somehow resolved. Thanos is just you know top bloke that they keep making jokes about him being Captain Genocide, and um, like it, it, it's an interesting point to see Thanos. And my my only my only irk with Thanos was like I did roll my eyes during the Mad Titan line a little bit where he's like I'm not crazy i'm mad i was like oh god um but yeah i enjoyed it um i think they got to explore more and mess around more with the mcu i'm looking forward to them exploring what happens on the other side of the coin with peter quill 
um, and ego somewhere down the track, um, considering that is a very different path than to go down now. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was a solid episode. I probably didn't love it as much as Dylan loved it, um, but it, it was still an improvement by and large from Let me tell you, everyone, weeks. feels good to be on the positive side here for once. Usually I'm on here. He's like, oh, it's so good. Best thing ever. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely love this episode as well. I don't... Hey! Like, just, yeah, right from the start. Like, as soon as... It's just that pure reaction at the start of the episode of instead of being who, it's like, Star-Lord! <laughs> you know, the, 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 that whole intera- opening interaction was, like, amazing. And, like, sure, with this iteration of Star-Lord, you lose the music. There's something they clearly, they clearly decided we're not going to have any, like, catchy pop tunes or anything. You know, um, that kind of stuff. I would have loved for them to explain how he ended up with the name Star Lord, though. Yeah, that's that's the one thing, and I'm not going to get hung up on it because the show needs very royal. Yeah, yeah, very. (laughs) Yeah, the start of the the episode bit doesn't try to explain it because I think they're like, well, whatever. Like, you just make I guess make up your own reason how he ended up with that name as well. But yeah, it's that's the one sort of that seems like it. It seems like a royalty thing because you know, Korgath is like, should I kneel? Should I bow? You know. Because it's an actual title, but it's just, you know, a moniker. Uh, but yeah, it was cool seeing everybody back, kind of. All the Ravengers. Uh, and going through the Collector's crazy bunch of things. That was all cool, you know. Uh, yeah, I just seeing T'Challa, like, be a... Seeing Chadwick Boseman do a more freer version of T'Challa, who isn't burdened by responsibility, like he has been... He had been in his several iterations. Was yeah, like a lot of fun to watch. Um, cu- a couple of things. How we feel about blonde Nebula? <laughs> <laughs> it took a minute for me to get used to it. I was like, oh okay, it's Nebula, and just their whole relationship. I thought was an interesting direction for Cha Cha. <laughs> yeah, just like Cha-Cha. the pet name of Cha Cha <laughs> and that kind of more flirtatious back and forth that they had between them. Um, was an interesting choice and I think it's a I think it's a good choice especially for Nebula rather than deciding that to be Gamora and Gamora's role even though in the trailers and stuff we've seen what Gamora's role kind of is going to be down the track a little bit yeah absolutely um again how the duck didn't see it coming was brilliant you know we got like several minutes of him being how the duckish <laughs> I love it because he literally got like three lines or something at the end in that end credit scene. It was like one line, yeah. Was it one line? Okay, fuck, even less so. I thought. <laughs> and they made sure and they got stuff going. I I want so bad for a full How the Duck thing. Quick, quick question: Who's Isn't actually watched the, the How the Duck? Movie? Who's I don't know. I can't who's actually seen the How the Duck? Movie? I've no. seen it. I can't remember much about oh it, my but I've God. seen it. I've watched it four or five times because my dad actually liked it, and he made us watch it like heaps as a kid. And I, it, I think technically that would no, it would be the first Marvel movie that I yeah. ever watched in my life because I got made to watch that as a kid, which of course I didn't know it was based on a Marvel thing, but. I think because of being shown that as a kid, I've always had this sort of soft side for anything <laughs> Howard the Duck related. Um, I remember when they had the the cameo and all that sort of stuff. They did that like comic series a couple of years ago that was quite good as well. Like brought back Howard the Duck and he was like the, the full on detective agency and shit like that. I'm like give me give me that series. Fuck, makes it. Seth Green's like perfect for that character. I'm all about it. Yeah. Uh... 
Yeah, he was intended to have an animated series, executive produced by Kevin Smith and Dave Willis, but it was announced January 2020 that it, alongside Tiger and Dazzler, had been cancelled. So, I don't know, maybe this kickstarts it. Uh, how we feel... Obviously, how we feel about the plan. Like... <laughs> You know, the trying to break into the collector's building, you know, and then it turns out it was, all, it was a triple cross. Classic triple cross. Classic triple cross, you know, as expected from Star-Lord. <laughs> this is such a Star-Lord plan. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good and it's just <laughs> such spam. Even at the end, too, when they're at fucking Wakanda, Wakanda and he's like, I'm basically Star-Lord's best friend. Or like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no, the thing that was offended him was, why'd you turn on your family like us? Yeah. (laughs) No, no, but then also, like, when T'Challa gets thrown in and it's shown that Nebula's the one, he's like, how could you do this to us? It was like he (laughs) jumps out in front of Thanos. Like, he he did have probably the best lines in, like, the comedic point, other than, you know, even, like, his back and forth with Thanos was really good. Um, Yeah, no, he was definitely a shining spot for this whole episode. And you know what else? Quick, since I never actually clicked onto it just, just now, but it's worth pointing out. Last week I was complaining about live-action voice actors not like I didn't think did a good job. Everyone here gets ticks. Everybody nailed it. Everyone nailed it in this, yeah. and there was a big cast of people returning for their characters here, but not a single one of them. I didn't hear any sloppy lines, so much better than last week. Yeah, maybe it's just the subject matter, you know, or the tone of the episode. Like, also, this one is a bit more fun. I guess yeah. like this one plays into the cartoon. This one different. isn't. Yeah. This one just wasn't a beat for beat replica of Guardians of the Galaxy, where yeah. last week was like a beat for beat replica of the first Avenger, which I think is a bit of an injustice and unfair towards um, Peggy and, and her role within that. Um, to just be like, if you know, if Peggy did it, it would just turn out pretty much the same as Captain America would, where. You know, we were talking about how the train scene, they just rechanged how the train scene happened and why it happened. I'm really glad that that didn't happen for this. Like, See, there was. With last week's, so I was like, I would love to have seen more of her as that character, but actually in live action. I just have Hayley Atwell do that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas watching this animated with all these characters animated and the tone and the way they were like delivering the jokes, I'm like, I had watched a series of this, like this alternate Guardians of the Galaxy. Show. I could, I could watch this as an animated series. And this would work better as an animated series because a lot of the jokes and stuff I don't mind because it is animated. Like the whole, I'm not crazy or whatever, I'm mad. I'm like, that works for me because it is animated and it just works for the tone or whatever. Whereas in live action, I know it would have been like a bit cringy, but yeah. 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 And again, it was all about family. Yeah. Family. There's no <laughs> Groot here in the background just so you could hear Vin Diesel do a. Groot. <laughs> like. Yeah, that would be the only thing missing. Uh, but I guess spinning off you wishing it was a series, do we think this we're going to see more of this universe, I guess? They kind of tease I'm, it right at the end with... I'm interested to see what happens with this without Chadwick being able to voice T'Challa. I don't know how... Well, someone, it, I don't know... Some, I, I think he did I know a couple somebody episodes. else is going yeah. to. I know somebody else is going to because they said he'd only done like 70% or something of this before yeah. um, his passing. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of rests on that how that other 30% turns out. 
I don't I don't know I don't know if they're returning to him as this in this season, but we do know that Black Panther in some form is back for the finale episodes, which are the um the zombie storyline. And Black Panther's in that. So whether or not that's Chadwick or whoever's replaced him as the voice, mm. I'm not sure. It's very it's we we really don't have a word at the moment. And given this episode's dedicated to Chadwick, it's like it feels very much like this is this it. And I mean if, one, yeah. and if this is one that one episode he recorded everything for, and then say he recorded half of another episode, it probably it they would have just re-recorded all that. You know, they're not gonna mix him and someone else because that that that, that seems more yeah. that's yeah that's more offensive i think than just straight up saying he didn't finish it so we just decided to 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 leave his one last performance i think so yeah, yeah. but i'd be interested to see like ego do his plan with a peter quill that isn't going to turn on him i guess well they're going to do it because it's, it's kurt russell kurt russell is in the credits as doing the ego so yeah. there's no way he voiced that those couple lines if he wasn't also coming into the studio to voice an entire episode as Ego. Yeah. You know, he probably just did it at the same time. So I'm going to say, yes, there is an Ego. But then episode. do we have Star-Lord against, T'Challa Star-Lord against him? Save the day. No. Maybe. Because I think, um, I think it's, it's, it stays as Peter Quill's storyline against him. I think, I, I would believe. I don't know how, we don't really have a precedent yet for... Yeah. This series, and if it's returning to the well or like tying in character and, episodes, and you we don't, don't really, really know. know. The ending doesn't really explain what T'Challa does after this. If he takes on the mantle of King of Wakanda and becomes the Black Panther and everything, and does he then have more of a view of the outs of like the universe itself mm. that he's interacting with, or what happens there? Like, I think, yeah, I think there's still a lot left over in the end of this episode that doesn't really point one way or another what that character I mean, <laughs> does was guardians before civil war or after civil war uh before civil war no, way oh, before yeah, civil war because yeah. guardians of the Galaxy 2 was at the same time of civil war okay yeah just trying to just think the timeline you know what if t'challa not being there means his dad doesn't die in that <laughs> civil war explosion you know possibly i mean captain america is implied to be dead in this new universe so or you just took a shield. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I said imply. I mean, yeah. Same as same as Thor with Mjolnir is. Well, th- that's yeah. also weird, right? That like it, because it's timeline wise. Because <laughs> timeline wise, how did he have like Hela's crown and everything? Again, we're thinking timeline, assuming it's taking place at the exact time as Guardians of the Galaxy took place. Yeah, mm. this could be way later. Which, or, but wouldn't you think that? Unless it was, it's implying then that Ego took longer to find Peter Quill because nobody found him or anything. Yeah, because yes. he had to actually go out himself. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, that was cool. And they brought back the Hella head thing, which I didn't know was a weapon. I just assumed it was a. In this universe, it is. It's it's where she got her powers from. She isn't just you know magical herself. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, cool Drax cameo as well. You know, very excited is to it, meet Star Lord. <laughs> is it the last time that Dave Bautista plays Drax after Guardians? He, no, didn't, wait, he didn't voice he's... him. Oh, he, he didn't, didn't voice him. him this time? He didn't voice him. Did not know that. I did not see yeah. that. I was trying to listen out and I thought it sounded the same, but obviously. I took a screenshot of the. I took a picture on my phone of the cast list <laughs> as it popped up yeah. so I could double check these things. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, fuck, I lost what it said. 
It was Fred Tadaskaya. Tadaskaya. Uh, did Drax and Corvius Glaver, Glaver, whatever. Same voice actor. Mm. Also, that wasn't uh, Chris Pratt at the end. No, it did not sound like Chris Pratt. No. Brian T. Delaney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on this episode of What If? It was good. Hopefully, eight point five. Dream, dream world. This becomes a. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It, it's it's a weird know. series because at this stage, it's, you know, like yeah. compared to a normal show where you're like, oh, I hope next week's episode's better or they do this with the characters or whatever because of the type of show it is. It's just like, right, this was a good one. And next week, you, you kind of refresh. You're like, do we it can, know it can be good or bad. Uh, I think it's Loki. Episode, I think it's, it's a Loki thing. It's a Loki thing next week? Okay. I think. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. What if Loki was diplomatic instead of mm. or something along those lines? So, yeah. Let us know on Twitter what you thought of this week's episode of What If uh, by going to explosionnet.com slash Twitter or you can jump to Discord at explosionnet.com slash Discord. Uh, if you like what... Uh, if you want to help us out, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. And if you like this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our coffee page at explosionnet.com slash support and buy us a coffee. So make sure you watch next week's episode of What If. Join us next time for another whole new Marvel cast. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I just wanted to say, I was really waiting for, like, them to redo that section in Guardian Galaxy where Quill has to go outside into space because T'Challa could have gone into space and been like, it's okay, I never freeze. <laughs>